All right, what's happening, everyone? Episode number three of Betting on Love. My name is Alex Perez. Thank you all for joining us today. Look who's here. Me. <laughs> My name me. Your name is me. Yeah. <laughs> That's your name. Your name is me. No, seriously, what's your name? My name is Isbel. Whoa, I would have never <laughs> guessed it. It's not like it's on the description or anything like that. It's good to see you again. Thank you. <laughs> okay so if you're watching this on instagram youtube tiktok whatever the case may be you probably noticed already that we are wearing sports jerseys i'm wearing a soccer jersey and isabel is wearing a basketball jersey what are we going to talk about today we're talking about how we got into our respective sports yes because we're huge sports fans we didn't talk about that on episode two or on episode one we saved it for episode number three, and it's it, it's pretty obvious which sport we really, really love. Basketball, you, soccer, myself. So I'm going to ask you right here, right now. You're what, like 18, 19 years old? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're, you're 22. Mm-hmm. How long have you been a basketball fan for? Um, I started liking basketball when i was in fifth grade so like 11 so like 11 years i've been a fan of basketball what's your first memory though i'm i'm sure that there has to be one memory where you're like oh okay yeah this 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 is what like what i first remember from the sport that i love um honestly probably like I had this one game um, where I think it, like, solidified that, like, okay, like, I believe in myself and in, in playing in it. And I also, like, like this is something, like, I want to continue on and, like, I'm, I'm proud of. Um, and I feel like it was when it was when we were in playoffs. So I was in fifth grade. It was my first season playing basketball. Um, and I was – we went into playoffs and it was like it was like we had to win that in order to like go to like um like before like the finals you know what i mean so it was like the third game out kind of like what semifinal quarterfinal yeah, like quarterfinal quarterfinal okay yeah. yeah so um we were in the quarterfinals and then um I well, I mean, like I wore glasses, obviously, and when i was little like i didn't wear contacts cuz mm-hmm. you know, i was like 11 and <laughs> um i was playing i was on defense and um this girl she went to go drive in and it was like tie like no we were down by basket um there was like literally like 20 seconds left on the clock she drives in my glasses go flying and they call the whistle and i'm like like i just committed a defensive foul like i it was a blocking foul Mm -hmm. they called it offensive because your glasses went yeah. flying. And uh, um, they were over, so I had to shoot two shots. So, mind you, there's probably like 10 seconds, maybe like five seconds left on the clock. And, you know, we're down. And I am a whole, like even now, like I'm not the best free throw shooter. Not somebody that you would want in that situation. And I just remember that game feeling so out of it. Like that day, I just felt really, really out of it. And I couldn't tell you why. And I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot these free throws. And like, I just go. I'm like, I shoot it. Swish. 
nothing but net. No backboard, nothing. And my coach calls a timeout. He's like, hey, like, try to miss it if you can so we can get the rebound, go back up, and we can win the game. Really weird advice from a coach, but, like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So they had warned me that my foot went over the line. So I'm, like, damn near, near, like, the three-point line. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try to miss it. I just, like, chuck it up. Cash. No, like, no backboard, nothing. We were tied. End up going into um, overtime. We ended up winning the game because of the three throws, like, obviously. And then, uh, well, we went on to, like, semifinals, and we lost to the team that eventually ended up winning city champs. So that is, like, the moment that I'm like, wow. Like, I think it was a big moment for me. Like, obviously, like, you know, like, all that happened. Um, But, like, I don't think people realize – like, I feel like when people meet me, they're always like, oh, like, she's been playing basketball since she was little. Like, no, I started off my, well, my dad, like, you know, like, my family's mm-hmm. Hispanic. My dad, we, I played soccer from, like, mm-hmm. probably, like, kindergarten until, like, third grade. And then we had to switch leagues because um, I was playing at the park. And then I had to switch leagues. And then I started, um, I started going to, um, I started going to, like, um, like a predominantly, like, Mexican league where, like, they just spoke Spanish, and I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) And so I told my dad, I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to play here anymore. And my dad was like, okay, like, he's like, all right. And then I just, like, gave up. And then I started playing. um, I was, like, really – my great-grandpa was, like, really, really, like, into baseball, and I started playing softball, like, and baseball. I actually played – I was the only girl on all-boys team for baseball. And then I would, like, go to, like – trainings and stuff like that like I took it like really serious and then uh, I was like you know really into that and like that was kind of my thing and then um, I just remember one day I was like hey I'm gonna try out for the basketball team at my school and my mom was like okay like <laughs> your <what>? mom <laughs> yeah she, and, and everybody in my family was like I don't know like I played pickup like on like with my cousins and like my uncles and stuff but I never played like organized basketball so what attracted you to basketball because it doesn't sound like, you, like it doesn't sound like there was anyone that was encouraging it. it doesn't sound like you were even watching it on tv how how did you even like say all right this is something that i want to try honestly i think it was just because it was so fast-paced and it was like i yeah. didn't like volleyball like i like i think like well you know and like i think if people see me they're like oh like she's not like very athletic I think I just, like, give off that persona. I don't oh. know why. Mm, I think you'd be surprised. A lot of people would probably look at you and say, oh, she probably, she's probably really fast. Yeah, I guess. You know? But, I mean, like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, you've seen me, like, I've played, like, you've seen, like, I'm very competitive as a person, like, super competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, like, I feel like I'm very well-rounded where, like, I, like, will take ping pong seriously. Like, I, like practice playing ping pong i like bowl i'll corn do cornhole i'll do like bait like bait like softball or baseball like anything like i just don't care like i just want to play it Mm -hmm. and i want to win and um i think that what really really attracted me to it was like this was the first thing i could do in school and it was fast paced and i didn't like softball i started not liking it because it was so slow Mm -hmm. and i went out and then um Shout out to Chris Woodsack, my coach. Um, he really saw something in me that I didn't even see. And I remember, like, going out. And then, you know, we had our first practice and whatnot. And they're like, 
all right it was like fifth sixth grade girls so starting five predominantly like sixth graders and it was me and i'm like yo like what like why am i starting did you make a mistake coach why am i in yeah yeah, like what's (laughs) what's going on here and i think that like that moment for me was so special because it solidified like i belong on this starting lineup like you have like a fifth grader you know i think a lot of people were like hey like there were sixth graders sitting on the bench like hey why is my kid sitting on the bench like what's going on and there was also like a lot of hype around the sixth graders because they had just won city champs the year before so um it was like i feel like it was like it was a really good team like we had you know and like obviously like we like placed like we got our picture in like the newspaper or whatever um but i think like i just basketball like yeah like i feel like people are always like oh like you've been playing for years and i'm like no like i started playing in fifth grade like and that's something i mean like now like i like i coach basketball and that's something that i told people like i was behind but like i worked like my butt off i would watch and like i feel like i got into basketball at the perfect time too Mm -hmm. because this is around like 2011 right like this is around like derrick rose era is coming up like you know he's like turning the corner about to win mvp yeah like basketball in, in chicago, your city right. too yeah. right yeah like, sh- like basketball in chicago was booming like i feel like a lot of people are like oh like the jordan era the jordan era and i'm like well for me it was the derrick rose era yeah i know like it didn't compare to like you know he didn't win a chip but like he was the youngest mvp and everywhere you went it was like derrick rose adidas yeah derrick rose adidas like it was something that like you know there is that life again in chicago around the bulls you know and like i remember like my room was chicago bulls it was like decked out i had a mm. bulls like quinceanera like i <laughs> yeah. was like i That's really funny. dove like all into it and um i feel like for me it was just like the perfect time to be like okay basketball you know and um yeah i feel like i i feel like that you know like it was just it was really weird and it was really random but like i like you know i i feel like i had to like work 10 times harder because i was behind i didn't like i was playing with girls who were like yeah like i've been playing since kindergarten i'm like what like i didn't even like really know about it until like this year um and then i would like literally like just sit in my basement and like watch the bulls and have a basketball and dribble dribble between my legs and do this and then this and it was crazy because i ended up becoming like you know like when there's like those like when you have like um when you're on a team and like there's always that kid that's like oh okay like you know you're doing dribbling drills now do it with two balls do it that like the coach would like challenge them like i became that kid like it was like okay now you have to go backwards and like do this and do that and like it was always another challenge and like i wanted it like i would you know just spend like hours and hours in my backyard like shooting shooting like you know we all like imagine like 10 seconds on the clock like Isabel has the ball like well like crowd goes crazy oh she switches it like whatever um and like I kind of lived that moment you know like mm-hmm. in in some aspect and um but yeah you know and like I feel like it's just really weird like how like I got into it because I think like a lot of people like always think they're like oh yeah like she like started playing like her mom put her in it mm-hmm. like no like it was it's like really, a family thing yeah yeah. And, and now it's funny because it's become like a family thing because my right. brother plays it yeah because you started it yeah and then um i ran into one of my old teammates actually who i played in in school with in elementary school and she was like i was like oh yeah you know my brother plays basketball and she was like oh like wh- who does it in your family and i was like but like it's only like second generation literally now. everyone yeah. else yeah <laughs> yeah so 
yeah it's pretty i mean it's pretty crazy like i i feel like it's really weird how how much i took to it especially like in such a later age of my life you know like i feel like when you find a sport it's usually because you're younger and you're like hey like this is my thing and whatnot um but like there was a moment in my life when i was like wow like i really wish i didn't stop playing soccer i wish i didn't stop playing softball um just because like i don't know where it would have taken me you know and i feel like with soccer like when i was playing it like i think like it just came a lot more naturally sometimes than basketball did uh, because i had that like i had that building from when i was such a little age, like mm-hmm. at a little age you know yeah where basketball was like okay now i have to use my hand now i have to do this it's a lot of hand-eye coordination and yeah like, you know like i feel like my reflexes my like hand-eye coordination like they're not horrible but um it's just different you know like it's just like a different like you go from playing with your feet to going to play with your hand like it's a lot it's a big adjustment you know oh it's huge yeah yeah it's huge although basketball and soccer have similarities yeah there are a lot of nuances that that have to be learned you mentioned something that that stood out to me so much and that's the coaching you talk about the coach that believed in you when you were when you were young and then you talk about you yourself coaching now and i feel like in sports if you don't have a good coach your experience is not going to be good if you have a good coach if you have a, a coach that you get along with a coach that you can talk to a coach that can explain his decision his or her decisions you're golden you're going to gravitate to them it doesn't matter if they sit you for a game if you get a few minutes whatever the case may be if you have a good coach it's going to change your experience forever. And you had that coach, Chris, who said his name is, he believed in you. And now I'm sure that the the boys that you're coaching, the girls that you coached uh, last winter, especially the girls, I would say, because they just, anything you do, it's like, oh my goodness, this is basketball royalty right here, you know? Um it's they're gonna apply it for for a lot of things in their life a lot of things that that they learn both the girls and and the boys so yeah coaching coaching definitely changes the experience of of an individual but uh yeah that that's so cool i i've seen your pictures when you when you played soccer it's the cutest thing uh but it's crazy to me that you started basketball at such a late age i mean yeah i feel like honestly that's the thing is like i mean i had a basketball game yesterday Mm -hmm. and i'm coaching right now my Mm -hmm. brother's team and my mom and i were talking about it and i was telling her i'm like hey you know like we're i'm talking about like you know like they're not doing this they're not doing that you know obviously like as a person like i feel like i live a lot of my expectations in life like how how can i be better how can we be better Mm -hmm. um and you know in a game and obviously in coaching like you have to have that mentality like how can we do this better right. you can like blow out a team by 30 and you can still be like what do we what can we do better you know? right um and i i was telling my mom and i was like you know like i feel like the thing is with like exercise with sports anything people think that you need to work like you they think like example working out you you everybody always thinks like i have to work out an hour a day for like every single day right or i have to work out i'm gonna work out three hours twice a week like that's not enough you know you if you would be better off 
working out 30 minutes every single day it's about consistency it's mm-hmm. not about the time you could work out for 10 minutes like every day like that adds up to 70 minutes a day like 70 minutes a week, a week yeah. yeah um it's about being consistent it's about like you know using those like muscles in your body activating them like you know um creating like um what is it called like when you're like the muscle memory like creating mm. muscle memory stuff like that same thing applies in sports like you can go out and be like okay i'm gonna work out i'm gonna you know i'm gonna dribble a soccer ball you know i'm gonna shoot you know score goals whatever the case is mm-hmm. like for an hour once a week that's not enough you no know? because it's only an hour yeah yeah it's better if you go and you do it for 10 minutes every day because that's every day that's consistency you're building you're building you know you're building on what you did yesterday and you you're applying that and you're building that muscle memory versus like oh you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna do it today and then i have to like stretch i have to run now i'm sore for like whatever like it's not you it's not enough it's the like, same thing like my mom like if anybody's listening that they don't know my mom's a teacher mm-hmm. and that's why shout out to to your mom <laughs> yeah and that's why they say when you start reading you should read every day you know you shouldn't yeah. read once a week you should yeah. read every single day because it's building that muscle memory it's you know you're perfecting it you're working on it that's your practice um and that's the thing is like i feel like people are like oh like i have to i have to play a sport and i have to do it right when i was born and i have to you know train for like five hours a day every day like no it doesn't have to be like that you can literally just put on like a 10 minute youtube video just grab a basketball work on your skills work on your dribbling you know in basketball and even in soccer like dribbling is key it's um you know it's the way you move around the field it's the way you move around the space and if you can't move then you can't go anywhere, right? So those are things you can easily do. Like any sport, you can easily work on it in your house. Soccer, just kick it. Like just kick it around. You practice dribbling. Like practice like whatever. Like going side to side with your feet. Like mm-hmm. there's always ways you can do it and modify it. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to do this for like five hours. And I have to be in like a pristine facility. Yeah. No, no because if you end up trying that and, and you... And you want to work out, exercise, read, uh, do do whatever like that for like five hours a day every day. You're going to end up hating it after like day four, you know. So you got to give yourself some time too. And it, it's okay to rest once in a while, but you just have to be consistent with it. And and yeah, you make a great point in the sense of, well, I don't have to. I didn't have to start my sport at three years old. You started it at 10, 11, but you caught up because you were consistent and and that's really what it's all about it's about consistency in 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 sports but yeah you how does it feel to be that person that can potentially start a tradition in your family because your brother he's 10 years younger than you he's playing basketball he's not playing basketball because he's forced to he's playing basketball because he likes it um i'm sure that if other generations come along that's gonna get passed down and they're all gonna look at you and say hey like that's where it all started how does that feel um i think it's like cool you know like obviously like my brother you know he he plays basketball and that's the sport that he took to um but it was never like hey like you have to do this it was never like me my mom or dad like being like you have to play it he actually um played baseball a lot like he was like really 
he wasn't into it but like he played it for a while mm-hmm. um and like he played soccer and whatnot but he was just like i want to play i just want to play basketball like that's right. all i want to do and i like sat down and like had a conversation with him and i'm like hey um don't throw all your eggs in one basket because you never know in life like you might be like basketball 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 and then you might be like oh, i wish i would have played baseball i wish i would have went out for soccer or football or swimming or whatever like don't limit yourself to one thing because you never know what could happen you know like of course like if you love something yeah like i get it but like also like i feel like he's so young like you can do it all like you yeah you can you know like it's not like you have to like you know your seasons all year round like yeah he plays all year round but like he chooses to you know yeah but like go out and like try other things because you might fall in love with it you might see like hey like i'm just naturally good at this and like it comes to me and i like it and i like this more than than basketball or you know i like it equally and like i look at people who played like more sports like i only played basketball in high school and i look at the people who played like softball basketball soccer like they played all three or they did chair and this and i'm like i wish i would have done that because I didn't like my high school basketball experience, being honest. And I wish I didn't throw all my eggs into one basket because I might be like, you know, like, yeah, I might not be like playing like NCAA softball right now, but like, at least like I might have like enjoyed it more. It's a new discipline too. Right. And like, I might have made more friends. Like I could have, like, who knows, like, you know, what would happen? Maybe I would be playing division two, like who knows, right? um and it's not about like oh continue on playing but it's like you just don't know what can happen if you never open those doors and you know they're very well right there like you know um but i mean like starting like a tradition like i i'm happy as long as like people in my family want to do it yeah um you know like i know i think like basketball for my brother for me for a lot of people they take to it because it's so fast-paced you know um there's not a lot of you get to play both like there's not a lot of standing around it's it's very back and forth and i feel like especially with the nba nowadays like you have such great players like you have Steph curry you have Giannis, you have Kawhi, you have jimmy butler like you have you know these big names you have ron james i guess (laughs) (laughs) you know you have um you know you have these people who are like paving the way and you know you can be like wow like this person and and i feel like especially in chicago like yeah i know like you know the bulls dynasty was like 30 years ago but it's still something that like yeah it's still something that like is in chicago like you go to united center you see the jordan statue you see michael jordan's literally right. everywhere in yeah. chicago he's pr- he probably hasn't set foot here <laughs> since like 98 right and like you see you know you see the banners in the rafters you see all that in like you're like wow okay like, hey, like that's achievable like and even like last year the chicago sky won like yeah know? that's true so it's like we were sitting right here when we watched <laughs> it <laughs> so like i feel like you know basketball has a lot has a lot of um history here and, yeah and it's and i think it's just something that it's growing a lot like you go to like every store like every store you go to you see like basketball shoes you oh see, yeah you see jerseys you see hats like basketballs yeah you see basketballs you see you know and i feel like the thing too is like it's become like you see movies even like hustle like it just what a movie by the way that that's that's a great great movie yeah and it's 
it's a good movie and it's about basketball and like yeah. you know i feel like yeah you don't have to be the biggest fan of basketball to watch it but like again it's just everywhere and i think the thing is is that has always been true is that basketball has been such a big part of like like social cultural like you see people wearing basketball jerseys yeah. you see you know basketball players are hanging out with the rappers the rappers are hanging out with the basketball players they're rapping about it drake's rapping about like mm-hmm. winning chips in toronto and he has his own like you know he it's it's like they're all intertwined together yeah it, it's pop culture right. yeah. yeah and so it's like oh like you know this person's wearing these shoes and, <laughs> and then now yeah. it's becoming a big thing too is like what are they wearing to the game? What's the fashion yeah. like? Yeah. And like that's taken in its on its own life. And I just feel like basketball players, they're so like universal and like yeah. in the sense of like you can put them anywhere. They can act. They can, you know, rap. Jamie Little. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> not good, but like still, like, you know what I mean? Like they're just everybody always wants to be like around them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're friends with soccer players. Yeah. Suit Neymar is like boys with like LeBron and and like i don't know what other like curry and and all of these guys so yeah and you know what also helps is that there's a lot of european players now there's asian players there's african players um there's just so many players from different parts of the world now i'd say that like the the world sport by almost by default was soccer but basketball's like up there and right. i'm not just saying this because you're here i think it's that's it because realistically in the nfl how many australian players do you see right how many how many argentine players do you see i can i, I can think of one off the top of my head right the nfl isn't watched in in i don't know in in taiwan mm-hmm. right uh i don't really think they care much about baseball either i don't you know it's 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 soccer and it's basketball right and basketball does a great job also the product is very consumable and we're talking about the nba right now that that it's it's a very consumable product it's it, it's easy the games are about two and a half hours you know that if they go to uh overtime the overtime period is like five minutes yeah. right so it's not that bad it right. really isn't it's very similar to to soccer that that's why i was saying that there's certain things that are similar to 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 soccer but yeah um kind of transitioning into into the nba and and the playoffs from this past season and stuff like that obviously you have steph curry jersey we followed that whole journey very closely mm-hmm. throughout that that whole season and throughout the playoffs we, we watched them in, in in milwaukee sadly it wasn't the best performance yeah. but it is what it is we we were like 30 feet no pun intended away from steph curry um and honestly i'll tell you again it's not just because you're right here but i got so much more into basketball this season one because i understood how to bet on it a little <laughs> more two because you were like guiding me through it and you were explaining things to me like i didn't really know what a foul was i i, I thought like that like i don't know like either the ref just calls whatever the hell he feels like calling or every, yeah or like every single every single contact is a foul and then i was like whoa why are they pointing the other way why are they going that direction and it really wasn't that complicated when you simplified it for me right so let's say you're like 
I don't know. There's like someone watching us right now that has never watched the game of basketball. Never watched basketball. You show them a picture of LeBron James. They have no idea who that is. What are like a couple things that you would tell someone that they need to look out for? Players that maybe they need to watch. I know it's like a super open-ended question, but (laughs) it's it's kind of an open-ended podcast here, you know? All conversation. (laughs) Um, I would say if somebody was watching like freshly getting into basketball and they're like hey like i want to watch i want to watch you know basketball i want to i want to like really get into the sport um honestly the best way to get into it is get a basketball Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. obviously and just start dribbling like in your backyard or start dribbling up and down the sidewalk go to if you can go to a park go to a park and And that's the beauty sorry to interrupt that's the beauty of basketball too you can play it pretty much wherever and um just start dribbling like just start just going at it and like trying like you know once you start building that up start crossing over and like Mm -hmm. if you really want to watch great players like turn on you know turn on the tv like you can see a bunch of them you can watch what are they doing how are they doing this like the thing about basketball is that it's simple Mm mm-hmm but it's also very complex. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really just dribbling, passing, shooting, right? But when you start going into the deeper end of basketball, you start going with plays, you start, you know, reading defenders. Hey, this person's overplaying me. This person's sagging too much. You have to start identifying. It's a lot, a lot of basketball is just recognizing what are people Mm -hmm. doing what what move should i make oh you know this person's on me okay i'm gonna go back door i'm gonna curl i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that um you know or hey this these people they can't catch up to me i'm just gonna drive in every time or they're following me i'm just gonna take the foul like there are certain like it gets very complex because you have to know when to do the right thing at the right time Mm -hmm. you know and that gets hard um and it's a lot of it though is just it's kind of just like making it up as you go. Yeah. It's a lot of like freestyle. Like it just really, really depends on how they're defending you because that can tell you a lot, you know? Um, and it's hard. Like it, it gets really complex because like even, you know, the boys I'm coaching now, like they, this is their first time running a play. Well, like their second season because like I, this is my second season coaching them mm-hmm. and they've never been exposed to a play before. Yeah and in basketball like (laughs) plays are key you know it's like football like you need a play you need something to set up or if not you have people running into each other all the time um and you you need a play but sometimes you know you don't need a play sometimes if if your defender is on you like white on rice you can just blow right by them because they have no room they're just gonna fall you know um you have to like you have in basketball you have to give space like i'm I'm pretty sure it's the same thing in soccer like you play too close on to somebody they're just gonna be like boop like Mm -hmm. you know just go right by you and you have to respect the person you're you know you have to respect the person you're playing against um because if not like you can get in a lot of trouble and i feel like it's um it's just like it's like an easy game like watching it like if you like just want to be like a Navion. It's like, okay, I'm just going to watch it. Like, I'm just going to turn on the TV and like, like a casual watch. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy. But if you're going to be like really critical, really into it, like it's, 
it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Yeah. There's there's a lot. Um, you start getting into screens, you start getting into curls, back doors, like there's a lot, you know? Um, but that's with every sport. You know, you like for me, like I watch football, right? I know what's going on, like eighty percent of the time, but sometimes I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm pretty sure the people have no idea what's <laughs> going on either. Like, yeah. you know, it, that's like in every sport when you watch it at it, like at first glance, you're like, oh, like this is easy. This is their main goal. Then you start getting into, you know, the downs. You started getting into the penalties. You start getting into fouls. You start getting into this and that. It's like, damn, there's a lot going on in here, you know, and there's a lot of what you can, what you can't do. And that's just in every sport. But, like, if you just want to be, like, a casual basketball watcher, like, just throw on, like, just throw on a Golden State game, right? Yeah. Always, it's always exciting. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of great basketball being played there. And, obviously, I'm, I'm a bias, of course, because <laughs> I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. And um, But you just watch, and it's, you know, it's, it's basketball, like, at its finest, well, I think. Um no, I mean it's it's good basketball. Yeah, Not at it's finest, but it's it's good basketball, and um, you know you can learn a lot. You can just learn a lot from watching it. Like that's all you really need. Like you don't need a ton. You know, you don't need to be like, oh, like, I'm gonna go play an hour a day. I know my coach, um, actually my old coach Chris Woodsack, he um would tell us that he would dribble basketball to school every day. Mm -hmm. And if he messed up or if the ball got loose, he would run all the way back to his house and start over. And he did it all the time. And he just got so good that he didn't have to like Mm -hmm. keep going back home. He didn't have to be like to class anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what it sounds like in the beginning. But that's like, that's what you can do, you know? Like if you mess up, oh, like you don't have to run all the way back home. But like, just showed you like you can just do it like on the way to school you can do it like that's the beauty yeah Yeah. that's the beauty of of a basketball and it's also much more exposed here in this country right it's Mm -hmm. much more exposed you can watch it on espn tnt abc um anywhere really you can watch you can watch basketball and it's it'll be something that that you can catch it's it's on sports center um Twitter is gonna have highlights. YouTube's gonna have highlights. So, yeah, it's it, it it's a pretty cool thing. And and although people say that football is America's sport, obviously basketball is more global than football is. And yeah, I mean it's it's for the reasons that that we've just talked about. But yeah, um, basketball is very fun. Yeah, it's very fun to. I feel like it would be more fun if. Uh, if we were taller <laughs> to play but right. to watch it's always it's always a good thing it's always it's always fun to 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 watch good old good old basketball what what, what happened to the camera here <laughs> did it just freeze yeah oh no oh well that is what it is um so are we gonna continue with the with the camera no um yeah i mean yeah we'll figure it out yeah I mean, all right whatever but what about you <laughs> um what's your sport of choice (laughs) (laughs) my sport of choice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is soccer soccer as my little cousins say Mm -hmm. yeah soccer's been my sport since i was pretty much a baby you know um and it's just so funny how you talk about your experience and you're like yeah you know i started playing when i was in fifth grade i started playing when i was 10 11 which is basically the same thing but 
my first soccer memories when I was like three and I was watching a game. That's like my first memory. And I started playing when I was five. And I played from like kindergarten until like eighth grade. Then I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to play anymore, you know, because I, I did get chunky at the time. I, you know, them snacks were really good. So I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if this is my thing anymore. I still love the sport very much, but it was, you know, it was a little difficult to, to really keep up with certain players. Yeah, most players, because I, I wasn't very fast. But yeah, I mean, soccer was just, soccer was my thing. It's always been my thing. Um, and I I also do remember how how it was my uncle that got me into it. You know, it was my uncle. The first birthday gift that I have a memory of is a jersey, a ball, and a mini net. That's what I got when I was like, and it's a vague memory. I, I don't know if I was like three or so, something like that, two or three or maybe four. But that's, it was like, all right, this is it. This is what you're going to like. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm not going to oppose to this. This is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just always been, it's always been a passion. It's always been something that I, that I, that I love. I, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've cried because of a soccer game, whether I played it or I was watching it and my team lost the amount of tears I've shed for, for soccer is kind of pathetic actually, but it is what it is, you know? Um, it's a great thing though. It's, it's great to, to have that, but here in America, Especially when I, like when I was growing up, there wasn't many kids that played it. There wasn't many kids that liked it. No one really understood me. I felt like I was kind of on an island. Um, I don't know. It, it it was a little weird, but then it's just the boom came and here we are. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy also to see how how much the sport has has evolved here in this country. You know, because again, when I started watching it. I did no one really thought of USA as a powerhouse and now there's people who genuinely think that and I think it's my mom <laughs> there's people who genuinely think that USA is going to win the World Cup in 2026 We all know that Argentina is going to win this year yeah, I hope It's okay mom Come in Come in mom it's okay we're still recording it it's fine it's no big deal She has no idea what I'm saying by the way Pásale, está bien, no pasa nada. Es puro audio. <laughs> es puro audio, no pasa nada. <laughs> so, yeah, my mom, a, a, a big reason also as to why I, I enjoy soccer so much. Um, funny story. Uh, when my mom was pregnant, uh, the 1998 World Cup was being played. And whenever she would have to go to her doctor for a checkup, my uncle, the one that gifted me the shirt and all that good stuff, he would drive her to her doctor's appointment and they would listen to the games on the radio. And for whatever reason, there was one appointment that Mexico was playing. I, I don't know if it was against Belgium or the Netherlands. Both games were ridiculously intense. They both ended 2-2. Um, but Mexico scored on their way there. And of course, my mom went crazy. And she's like, oh, like I felt you kicking in my stomach. So... It was in me from before I was even out the womb, you know, like it, it was just it was just meant to be. And of course, it had to be Mexico. 
you know, because life or whatever, whatever higher power doesn't want me to, to enjoy my experience, my World Cup experience every four years. So, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I yeah. feel like um, soccer has evolved a lot because now you go out and you see all, I always see people in jerseys. I always see like people wearing, you know, like um like an Mbappe jersey or like a Pulisic jersey or like a Messi jersey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like before honestly, I would just see like Mexican league jerseys. Yeah. Like it was just Chivas, Pumas, Club America, like Tigres. It was just mm-hmm. them. And now you see like the European leagues like coming coming to the states um and i just feel like i knew it was gonna like normalize because their jerseys are just like (laughs) t-shirts yeah you know like it's not like i feel like the thing about basketball jerseys like even now like okay i'm wearing one right Mm -hmm. obviously the people listening can't like see but i'm wearing like the t-shirt jersey that they have and i wear like a hoodie underneath it and like that's how i usually wear all my basketball um jerseys like with a hoodie like Mm -hmm. underneath and then the jersey on top because i don't want to walk around like in like this like tank top baggy thing Mm -hmm. like where like a a soccer jersey it's very stylable like it's just a regular shirt like you don't have to like with a lot of sponsors on it but right (laughs) but I, i feel like the thing too is like about soccer is and like and the thing about basketball is they go so hand in hand is that there is so much history there yeah and they've been played for such a long time that you know you have so many players and like you just have like those the the retro gear and like you know it's just like like all the old bulls jerseys like all the old like you know even like the toronto jerseys with like vince carter like those are always they're everywhere you know and And expensive as hell right so freaking expensive yeah and even like well, when even when Will Chamberlain played for the Golden State Warriors, like mm-hmm. those jerseys out there, yeah, like, and they're nice, yeah, and they're sponsored by Adidas, yeah, and it's just like, classic. oh my god, I just noticed we both have Adidas jerseys on, as we should, yes, as we should, <laughs> and, um, but like there's just so much history there that I feel like it's just passed on from generation to generation, and that's like such the cool thing about sports is that like, you know, it's like. It's like timeless. Yeah. You know, like you can, and I feel like especially nowadays, Mm -hmm. because we can just go on YouTube and be like, Maradona, like, um, hand of God. Yeah. Like, Mm, or like, you know, Will Chamberlain, 100 points. Boom. Watch it. Like, yeah, it's going to be fuzzy, but like, still. It's history. Right. You you see past that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) no, but what, (laughs) what do you how do you feel like you know obviously you're you're surrounded by by the world of soccer and you're in it um but what is it like watching your brother come into it you want to make me cry huh yes no (laughs) no listen watching him come into this world and and love the sport well we came in as a soccer ball yeah (laughs) 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 no he he you know it's kind of funny you say that because obviously you said it jokingly, but there's a little bit of truth to that because I remember when my mom was pregnant with with Angel, he would kick a lot too. 
I feel like babies just do that, but like we would, <laughs> we would, you know, we 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 just uh, <laughs> we would think, okay, he's kicking because he loves soccer, and Angel would kick a lot. And my mom's like, all right, all right, all right, you, you need to stop now because I'm about to throw up, <laughs> you know. But like I, I would put my my hand over my mom's belly, and then I would just feel the kicking. So I feel like it was it was in Angel's DNA too, and I don't know what it is because my grandparents on both sides of my family they don't like soccer mm-hmm. i on my dad's side of the family we had baseball players um there's there's people who love baseball and then we got some like basketball fans and stuff like that and then there's like me and i'm like hi guys i kick <laughs> a ball you know and then yeah. they're like all right get out of here bro you know um but but yeah seeing my brother is honestly one of the most satisfying one of the proudest things because not only does he care a lot about the game he's also i mean it's going to sound superficial but he's also good at it and it makes it it makes it interesting i i get nervous every single time that i watch him play but um it's it's just a beautiful thing because he's good at it we know that he he has a future whether it's as a player as i don't know he can create a brand out of it he can be a coach he can be a trainer he can he can do whatever he decides to do but he has that background already so he's setting himself up for success in many different ways not just one so yeah and and then like going to watch him play again it's it's a joy you've been to many of his games ethan your brother has been to many of his games too um obviously me i I mean i I, I go as often as I can, except for today because he played in freaking Plainfield, but that's like an hour away. But that's a different story. He's like, you don't have to go if you don't want to. I'm like, all right, good, because gas is not cheap. But um, but yeah, it's it's really a great thing, and and we often find each other or find ourselves talking to each other about about the the game that just happened. And I will never tell my brother immediately after a game, hey you messed up when you did this or you did or even i won't even praise him right after the game and and you've seen this i just give him a hug and that's it because i would never ever ever in a million years harass him after a game especially if you made a mistake because there's no one that feels worse than he does right so then we we talk about it and it's funny sometimes because he'll be like oh i i played so shit today i'm like what are you talking about you were great mm-hmm. You didn't miss a pass. You dribbled through pressure or out of pressure pretty easily multiple times. You were good. Why? Why? And he's like, no, I just, I didn't like the way that I played. And then he explains it. I'm like, well, that makes sense. But that's what soccer is. It's just like a form of art that we can, we, we interpret it in many different ways. Um, yeah. And it's, it's helped me and, and an angel or angel and I rather it, it's helped it's helped us become or have a much stronger bond not that we didn't before but i i i often tell him like hey man like i'm really proud of you and it's not just because you play soccer but it's because you're so passionate it's because you care about something you're so dedicated you and i mean it really just comes down to him caring you know so yeah it's i can go on for days and days and days about uh, about how proud we all feel in this house about him um but but yeah it's 
it's really a beautiful thing. It's it's rewarding because I would I would like almost make him watch games with me when he was like three or four. <laughs> I'd like sit him down on the floor and we'd watch games. I, I'll never forget um, when uh, Lionel Messi scored. And here I go. When Lionel Messi scored um, that incredible, ridiculous solo goal against Real Madrid in the Champions League semifinal in 2011, he was sitting on the floor. And I remember as Messi got closer to the net, I just gradually started you know getting on my feet and then he scores and i lose my shit and my poor little four-year-old brother is like oh my god what's going on you know but then he started celebrating with me it's it's things like that and now i see him on the field playing and doing his best it's it's rewarding it's amazing it, it it's it's one big one massive proud brother moment whenever i watch him play nice <laughs> <laughs> now where are the tissues <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel like watching a sibling play is always so rewarding um because it's like wow like i you know you i feel like in both of our situations obviously our siblings took to a sport that we yeah fondly liked and you know you get to see them and you get to help them in mistakes or you get to help them point out things and it's just a bonding moment it doesn't even matter if they go out and miss every shot doesn't even matter if they are defending poorly it doesn't matter if they messed up 25 times the the, what matters is them being like hey like i didn't do great at this but like i want to still work at it like can you help me can Mm -hmm. you you know can you do this and and it's great when you're getting to be able to like spend that time with them and helping them achieve a certain goals that they have in the in those sports um and it's really rewarding because even even with you know like ethan like i there was things that i didn't do great as a player and i'm recognizing it now you know as i'm older um and i'm telling him and i feel like um you know like i i was a player for like eight years and I started coaching and it's like your mind changes, you know, yeah. you start analyzing things, you, you start seeing everything in a new lens. You before, like I would look at something and I was like, oh, if I was a player, I would do this and this and that. Now it's like, why isn't the team doing this and this and that? And, um, being able to like pass down that experience to Ethan, like it's really special. It's like a really special moment and being able to show him like, be better, like do, do what do things that i did differently right and um even like being able to help him like ethan is he's a really great basketball player he's just really scared he's shy Mm. and um over this like during the summer right now i'm like hey like let's let's work on it let's Mm -hmm. watch hustle we watch hustle (laughs) together and he got that motivated more than one person what a movie yeah and he got really motivated and he's like i want to work out i want to do things i, I want to get my i want my game to be better and you know we just did a drill where like he would just drive into the basket and i would just jump and he got used to drawing contact and mm-hmm. now like seeing him in a game like he's just so much more aggressive and it's like wow like i can't wait to watch that <laughs> in person honestly uh, um and you know seeing seeing like being a part of that process yeah like i can't help but every time and like obviously like i coach him and and like we have that special connection too mm-hmm. um but like every time he has the ball i can't help but like smile like i can't help but like 
be happy and it, i know it, like it's so hard sometimes like taking myself out of that that mind and being like okay i'm not like, i'm not his sister right now i'm his coach mm-hmm. um it is difficult at times but it's just like it's just like you know you're so proud of them like you just want them to succeed in every way that they can and if you know even when they have those bad games and and they miss and and they're doing they're messing up like it's just the support of knowing like hey like we, we're still there we still got you that yeah. i know it means a lot to them and it's something where you know like after ethan's one of ethan's bad games or you know if he if he's like messing up or whatnot i'm like hey like you're better than that and mm-hmm. you know it it's just a bad game yeah. that's all yeah and uh i try to do my best i like being like obviously like being better and being like hey you know it's gonna be okay like everyone has those days um everybody makes mistakes Shut up, Hannah Montana. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even catch the reference. <laughs> um, no, but um, but but re- in reality, like it's it's really great. I feel like we're both well. Like I think like obviously your uncle was more of a pillar in your family for for soccer. Mm-hmm. You know that came along, but like I think just you for Angel, like it. You know, you were really that that like monarch in the family like hey soccer like i love this i love it more than just watching it i love it more than just being a casual fan like mm-hmm. i i want to make something out of it i want to you know i want to i want to coach it i want to you know talk about it i want to be around it as much as possible right and like even like you know you and angel now like doing something together and like yeah. joining forces and like just sharing the love of the game and i feel like more people like should be like that and it's thank something you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> no it's something like it's really cool because i feel like i for example i'm just like oh yeah like i love golden state i'll buy their merch i love Steph curry like i'll print his pictures out whatever the case mm-hmm. is right um but oh. i don't care to like take that extra step i don't care to like do that extra thing and I'm sometimes I'm like damn like I wish I would have like I wish I would have like you know went out there and and talked about like what some of my takes are on some of these trades or on on you know what how Golden State played or how you know what I think about LeBron James what I think about like you know certain players not that I don't think anybody cares but like just to make myself feel happy and I mean like you did that and like I mean props to you because it takes a lot but I think it's just you are just so passionate about this sport. It's not just a sport. Like it's, no, it's not. Yeah, it's 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 my way of living. I I I have this joke that isn't so much of a joke. I say my Christmas is once every four years, and it's June and July, and I'm talking about the World Cup. The, we were robbed of that this year, but it's literally my Christmas, and I've and I've told you this before. I'm not. You can ask my mom, you can ask my dad, you can ask Angel. There was like a period of time in the 14 World Cup where there was like three days I didn't see the sunlight. I was just inside watching games because it was so fascinating to me that one, the World Cup was in Brazil. Two, the time zones matched up because usually we have to wake up like at six in the morning to catch a game, which we're going to have to do that again for this World Cup, right? But the good thing is that, you know, it's going to be during like, regular time like like it's like november so i'm gonna be working i'm gonna have to get up early anyway uh but it was like it was summer mexico instead of playing at eight in the morning they were playing at two 
I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is wonderful. Yeah, catching the USA games. And that I feel like that World Cup, I was I wasn't just watching it just to watch because in 2010, I was really I was really young. I was 12 at the time. So I'm like, I'm just watching, you know, the jerseys are cool. I, I like the ball that they use. I want Mexico to do good. I wanted to watch Messi, Ronaldo. But 2014, I'm like, okay, I understand formations better. I know the players more. I have my friends now who watch soccer in a similar way than I do. And I can talk to them. I like my friend Ronaldo, shout out to him. I I would call him. Like after games, and I'd be like, "Hey, what'd you think of this? 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 Well, well I, I think that if they would have played this formation instead of this other formation, maybe it would have been a little different. They wouldn't have suffered so much in the middle." And these are the conversations that we would have. We would we would have like a, basically our own analysis show on the phone after the game. So that that's what we do. And I mean, I the 2018 World Cup, I watched it completely differently than the Euro last year. I I, I was watching the highlights of. Um, Italy, Spain, which is the epitome of like beautiful football, beautiful soccer. What a game that was! Extra time penalties, all the drama. Um, so yeah, to me, it's not it, it's not a sport. It, it's a lifestyle. It really is. Um, it's it's a way. It, it it really is a universal language. You know, I know it sounds corny or whatever. It's the world's game. It's called the beautiful game. Um, it's it's a universal language because. I can have this jersey on and someone in Spain might recognize me because they'll say, oh, that's the Mexico jersey that Hugo Sanchez, former player of Real Madrid, wore for the 1986 World Cup. And it's like, already we have something in common, the uh, like us two, because we have that knowledge, you know? So, so yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle. Um, I get up in the morning and like one of the first things I do is I check the soccer apps to see what's going on in the world of soccer. Um, creating content for soccer is, is, is amazing. Uh, coaching soccer. I honestly, I thought I was going to be better at it, <laughs> uh, but I, th- I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not so much my thing. I, I think creating content for soccer and watching games and going to games is, is more my thing so i guess i just retired from coaching right here <laughs> exclusively on on the betting on love podcast <laughs> no but yeah c- creating content taking pictures of of angels games um going to fire games uh going out with my friends to watch a game that's like that's my thing uh, swapping jerseys with uh, you know like like hey like i have this jersey you have this jersey Let's, you know, let's trade or I'll buy you. Like when, when I went to the KitCon um, about a month ago, that was so cool. I, I I wore this jersey. I was getting like looks like, damn, like that's cool, you know. So it it's just one universal language. You don't have to say a thing. Everyone knows what it is. Everyone knows what you're talking about. And I mean, chances are if it's similar to basketball. If you like, let's say you're in a busy street and you just like take out a soccer ball and you pass it around. There's going to be like 30, 40 people just like crowded in like a circle, like passing the ball to each other. Right. Cause that's just how it is. And everyone wants to participate and it, it's an easy game to play too. Um, so, so yeah, that that's why it's, it's a lifestyle and that's why I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. If you, 
let's say that you weren't a soccer fan mm-hmm. and you know you weren't in into soccer and let's just say you're like yeah like i watch it casually what do you think would be your sport mm, i'd say probably basketball or football really yeah i was thinking boxing um, yeah i do love boxing right i really 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 love boxing um but i would say like uh it's probably gonna be like basketball or football i'd say football more because i do love football a lot um but yeah i would say i would say football and then i'd be like oh i watch soccer like when when usmnt is doing good uh i'll watch the world cup right stuff like that yeah if you know gun to my head probably football <laughs> yeah nah okay i'm not gonna lie it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy mm-hmm. because i feel like this is this is life okay mm-hmm. um because even you were talking about how like you got into the playoffs this this year because of me and you know i broke it down a little bit more easier definitely. for you to digest definitely you definitely did um i didn't even know about the world cup like probably until like i have a story okay so it was 2014 (laughs) i think i know yeah i think i know where you're going with this Um, one (laughs) so my mom me and my brother and my dad we were going on a trip to florida Mm -hmm. and apparently there was a usa world cup game i have no idea this was like probably the first i was 14 when i first realized and learned about a world cup okay (sighs) and this Uh just shows you how great how different life is yeah um but i remember we were we were on our way we were like leaving our house to go to florida we were like about to like go on an airplane literally to go to disney world (laughs) and my dad is like i gotta go i'll be right back like Uh okay like dude we're literally leaving like what are you doing he comes back with (laughs) He comes back with this gray shirt, and it's the Statue of Liberty with the American flag on top of it. <laughs> uh, it's and funny because you've told this story before. And it's just hilarious. I'm sorry. And, Go on. Um, and my mom was like, what are you wearing? And my dad's like, oh, USA is playing today. My dad's like 100% Mexican. First of all, it's funny that he doesn't support his own country because he's a coconut. He's brown on the outside, white on the inside. But then... Uh, he came and my mom's like you know we're going on a plane like they're literally gonna stop you because they're thinking that you're trying to pretend like you're from america and you're gonna like bomb the plane (laughs) and my dad was like oh like i'm just gonna go on whatever i'm gonna do my thing and then he went on he went on the plane mind you my Uh mom was like so embarrassed of this dude wearing Uh like the statue of liberty with the american flag that was like my that's my first memory of the world cup oh my god well listen uh in in a few months you're gonna watch a couple world cup games with me and we're gonna watch a mexico game together and you're gonna see me lose like 10 years of life in two hours um i'm uh, that's that's hilarious Uh, again this isn't the first time i hear this story and i have the same reaction every time because it's just so funny and i can only imagine your dad chest puffed out so proud of his shirt representing america as he should but it was just (laughs) but this is like well like off really off topic but like this is typical my dad like Mm. we will like be going somewhere and then like like literally like we need to go like we need to catch a flight like whatever 
and he was like, I'm gonna stop at the store really quick because I need to buy something. And then comes out with like this USA shirt. And I'm like, what are you wearing? And he's like, yeah, like um, the World Cup is now, and like I'm trying to support USA. And I'm like, but like right now at this point, like what? Like, really? Yeah. And oh, then God. yeah, and like, that's, that's hilarious. It, like it, that, that's like my first memory of, um. Of, of like oh, soccer like oh. of like the world cup and like like i knew about like mexican leagues like i've had yeah like i so like this is the thing i feel like with soccer is that and we've talked about this yes and we I have think that you have come to grips that soccer is confusing yeah in the sense of like w- how much is going on yeah and we i mean we talked about it and we compared it to like nba like it's a mad like basketball is just one one yeah, trophy you're playing right, for one trophy right. that's it that's and easy it's like versus like you know like if basketball is like oh like you're playing for you know you're playing for nba like nba championship that's the league for country mm-hmm. you're playing for like for the league other, cup yeah <laughs> for some other little like trophies like whatever like there's just so much going yeah. on um and it's i think the good thing like the thing i personally like about soccer is that it's on all the time it is and I think that's why it's so many people dive into it because it's there's always something to talk about. Yeah. You know, like like literally like Champions League final was like what? Like like a month, a month and a ago. half ago. Yeah. And then now they're talking about like I just saw it on Instagram, like they're doing like friendlies now because they're like preseason, preseason. Yeah, yeah it's preseason. And I'm yeah. like there's only been a month <laughs> off. Like, what are you doing preseason? The season yeah. just ended. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well just do preseason games the day after the Champions League final. Like, what the Well, heck? some teams did start <laughs> doing preseason games, and, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we're basketball, okay. Like, yeah, it's a long season. But, like, right now, like, yeah, you have the Summer League. But, like, who? Like, I don't watch that. And, like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I watch highlights. And, like, I see, like, who's playing for Golden State because I didn't want to know what my team, mm-hmm. what's going on with my team. But I don't see... St- Steph Curry's playing golf right now in like South Carolina and Tahoe. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's like, it's just crazy. It's an actual right. off season. It's yeah. not like in, in, in soccer. Okay, so for those who don't know much about soccer, you, uh, you brought up a great point how confusing the calendar is. So I'm going to walk everyone here through a, a basic soccer calendar for like a top european team let's say you play let, let's use real madrid as an example i hate real madrid just putting it out there that if there's one thing i despise in this world it's real madrid um so let's say you play for real madrid your preseason starts july okay your preseason starts in july your season your league season starts in august around like mid-August, late August, okay? And then in September, you're playing Champions League midweek, okay? So let's say you have a game on Saturday for the league, and then you have a Champions League, which is like the Continental Tournament. You play that on Tuesday. And then on Saturday, the next Saturday, you would play another league game. And then like in October, the League Cup starts up so whenever you're not playing champions league midweek you're playing a league cup game but that's like direct elimination so if you if you lose the first game you're out if you win you keep advancing it's pretty pretty simple right you keep going and now let's say that for whatever reason you won a title last season let's say you won the league the season uh, prior 
You're going to play a Super Cup game like in January. And now we're talking about Spain. Super Cup games are usually between the winner of the league and the League Cup. And they play that as a preseason. But in Spain, they play it during the season. And they don't play it in Spain. They play it in Saudi Arabia. Okay? But that's a different story. All right, you keep playing Champions League. Let's say you qualify. You play group stage Champions League from September to December. You play six games midweek, right? They're spread out like two weeks in between each game, right? And then you qualify. Mind you, you're still playing your league games. You're still playing Saturday or Sunday or sometimes Friday. You're still playing those every week. And you're playing Champions League like every two weeks. And then you're playing the, the, the League Cup. All right, Champions League, you qualify to the round of 16. You win your group. You qualify to the round of 16. You're back on in February. And you play one game home, one game away. And then if you keep advancing, you keep going. You keep on playing those midweek games. Then you get to the final. That's a different story. Then let's say you, you advance in the League Cup. Let's say you do really good. Those are games that you play midweek too. And th- that's like you play like a round of 32, not a round of 16. You play like round of 32, round of 16, quarterfinal, semifinal, final, right? But these are direct elimination games, right? It's just one game and winner advances, loser goes home, right? You're still playing league games up until like May, right? And then let's say you advance to the Champions League final. You advance to the League Cup final. You're going to play those finals in May too. All right. So your season ends in May, like mid to late May. So that was, what, nine months from August to May. And now let's say that there's a World Cup in the summer. You only get like a week and a half off, and then you have to go with your country to play in the World Cup. And the World Cup is about a month. You get three group stage games. If you advance, then you go to round 16, then quarterfinal, semifinal, final. All right. So let's say that you represented your country. After this long-ass season, you represented your country in the World Cup. And you went all the way to the final and you won it. We're talking about July 15, July 16 of the next year that I was talking about. <laughs> so, so that's like a whole year of you playing. And then guess what? You get two weeks off and you have to go back to preseason for the next season. And that's how it is. That's why there is no time off there's no days off in soccer it's a whole year sport yeah that's just that's too much as i was saying it i think i have uh, i'm no longer a soccer fan no i'm kidding (laughs) but it it, it's a lot it is a lot it's a lot it's a lot going on i feel like every time i go on i go on instagram it's like somebody's winning something (laughs) somebody just won for preseason i'm like yeah manchester united but the thing is everyone's making fun of them for winning that trophy because it's meaningless no one cares literally not a person cares don't give a cup (laughs) like i feel like i feel like the whole like uefa like like organization like they just make that stuff like for Mm -hmm. funsies like they're Mm -hmm. just making up stuff now it's for money i mean that's what it's for (laughs) but like i don't know i just feel like you know like basketball they're they're all going for one thing yes you know baseball football they're all going after one thing it's not like they're like over here trying to play for this and that and i just feel like i've i think like sometimes like the the, i think it's a it's a pro and a con Mm -hmm. like the beauty of of soccer is that it's all it's always on you can watch it whenever and you get to see your favorite players but then it's also like like where do you where do you end it like when when do you get a break and like 
it's just like if you really want to follow it like it's just like too much you know it's a versus lot. basketball you just throw it on a game oh my team's getting doing good oh they made you know they're they're made they're the two seed or you know they're the eight now they're mm-hmm. playing like that's stupid okay <laughs> like, just leave it if you don't make if you don't make if you don't make it to the ninth seed or i think it's yeah the ninth it, seed, yeah it, it's the, it's one to eight yeah, right one to yeah eight, yeah you're not the eight seed then tough luck yeah <laughs> there's your, there's no ninth seed yeah. needed like yeah you know get out of here with that like <laughs> but like you know even in football like you know it's like okay whoever is winner of the division and whatnot and then it's like they go on and then they go on to play and they keep going until they go to the super bowl same thing in, in baseball like you go on and like it's clear to follow mm-hmm. um whereas like soccer is sometimes it's like when's the big games like what mm. is this game i need to watch do yeah that's a big question it? that people ask yeah. pretty often oh this do i really have to watch you know it's a big game if it's on in like the morning <laughs> yeah 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 that's how you know morning midday it's a big game yeah <laughs> champions league the their quote-unquote primetime games are like at 2 p.m on like a tuesday or right. wednesday you know um everyone is watching that shit in in, in their cubicle uh, especially if it's like you know a big a big club playing but yeah sometimes you get panathinaikos from greece against fucking sparta prague from from czech republic and you're like do i really have to watch this and then you watch a couple minutes you're like nah i don't and you just turn it off right you know so so yeah there's it is a pro and a con uh there's so much there's so much going on at all times but I would, for people that don't know much about soccer, and let's say maybe they want to get it, maybe, maybe they're overwhelmed by everything that I said and yeah. they just turned off the podcast. Sorry, I hope not. But if you feel overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, just pick a league to follow. That's Pick pick one team to follow. Right. Pick one team. Let's say you pick the Premier League and you pick Manchester City because they're doing good. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. You just follow them. It's it's thirty eight league games, right. and then if they play the Champions League, you'll watch them in like midweek. Um, in England, they have two league cups instead of one, so that gets even more confusing. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah, pretty. Just turn it off again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 so <laughs> it's so much, but just but, yeah. don't watch anything and watch tennis. If you want to make money, yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a tennis connoisseur. <laughs> We're going to bring them on. <laughs> but um but yeah, okay. Really quick before we go. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is this is like an easy question that we're going to we're going to answer in like a split second. I'll just ask it anyway, like your favorite basketball player of all time. Um What's that guy named? He just won finals MVP. I think he has like four trophies. Oh uh um lebron two-time um unanimous mvp tom brady uh wrong sport called he's, i think they call him the baby face assassin oh, marco yes, antonio Steph. barrera curry oh actually his name is wardell stephen curry i know you know you know what's uh, funny nobody calls him junior i was thinking about this the other day listen all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> here's the deal if you're better than your dad at your dad's profession you ain't no junior <laughs> you're not a junior who did you okay let me ask you this did you know that floyd mayweather is floyd mayweather jr yeah who calls him floyd mayweather jr me when i see him <laughs> on the street oh yeah because you see him all the time no one calls him junior no one's gonna call steph curry jr you know why because he's the man of the house 
All right, I guess. <laughs> all right, Steph Curry. He's he's your favorite player yeah, of all who's time. Who's your favorite player of all time? Um, it's that little short Argentine guy. Um, Maradona. Close. <laughs> it's Messi. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I do like Di Maria. You say short Argentine, and you can name like twenty. Of, you can name the whole <laughs> national. Yeah, I, I thought of like five guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Messi. Okay. Lionel Messi. Yeah. I I I didn't like him so much when he uh when he well he scored a couple times against Mexico and he's probably gonna do it again in this World Cup, which I mean if if it's if it helps him in his path to finally win one and yeah, shut all is. these idiots up then and win me money yeah then so be it um I'll I'll sacrifice my shit bag national team <laughs> so I mean be honest like they're not really gonna go far this year anyway so who Mexico yeah they the, okay they get out of their group and then they go to the round of 16 and then they get bounced there that's okay. been the case for like the last six world so cups then let Messi just do his business exactly and then win me money and exactly then write his name in as greatest of all time exactly everybody wins which i already think he is the greatest player of all time but but, but there's a couple people exactly. and then they're gonna say well he actually didn't score as much as i thought he was going to all right you know there, there, there's always that one person they must be so fun at parties but um yeah okay so wow an hour and 18 minutes nice nice okay peace of skype all right song of the week song of the week recommendation what you got okay i'm gonna go with an oldie mm-hmm. for me okay <laughs> um i'm gonna go with james bay are you serious pink lemonade oh my god that was your song of the day he no just dropped a new album too it's called leap shout out james bay damn yeah you know it would be crazy you were to watch him live um pretty crazy yeah oh, anyways there goes the microphone well i had a james bay song too i believe it's called wild love yeah that's a great wild song love. that's like the james only bay. song that i knew of james bay wow james bay sweeping on, on, uh, on, on the pot definitely <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah well we still have to create that playlist by yes. by the time you listen to this it okay. should be up it should be on spotify already but yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts now. We're on Spotify. It literally took me like 10 seconds to get on Apple Podcast. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, find us on Instagram at bettingonlove. Uh, TikTok at bettingonlove underscore. Um, and then on YouTube, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll figure it out. All right. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Nope. All right. Me either. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye.